This is Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely. Not to get too sciencey on you, but Newton's first law of motion states that an object at rest stays at rest. If you're running a small business or trying to grow your side hustle or even thinking of just launching, our guest today will hopefully inspire you to get into motion. Rachel and John Minion run Rockstar and Moon. They're an agency that's on a mission to help aspiring rockstar business owners successfully start, build, and grow their businesses. Y'all, hearing their story was so inspiring. I love the passion they have for small business, for helping others. And if you need a dose of inspiration today, turn up the volume. Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. Let's get rocking. Hello, Rachel and John. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah, this is a great opportunity. Thank you, Jenna. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you both because I know your story is just really, really incredible. I think it's something a lot of our audience, the people listening right now, will be able to relate to in regards to the last year. So let's just kind of start there. Like, where did your love of marketing start? Who were you before this? Actually, who are you and what do you do? Let's start there and then we'll backtrack. (laughs) Well, I am Rachel Minion. I am the head rock star at Rockstar and Moon. And this is my husband, John. Hello. Yeah, I'm the business and technical guy here at Rockstar and Moon. So I handle all of the day-to-day operations, all of the uh, technical developments that we have going on for ourselves and our clients. Awesome. And I find that every business is kind of set up that way. You have like the creative mind, the visionary, the Rachel, and then you have like, I do shit. Like I'm behind the scenes. I'm making sure that this is getting done. And that's you, John. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I mean, Rachel does a lot of stuff. You know, she, she's a workhorse um, and she, she is really the, the engine that drives this ship. I just make sure that all the technology works, everything's integrated, try to provide, you know, some more advanced stuff to some of our clients and, and try to level up their game. You know, that's, that's really my goal from a technology side. Is, and, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, I think you're right. I think every business does have the creative side and the tech side. And you need that because they're two very different mindsets. Yeah. It is extremely rare to have one person that does both. Absolutely. You guys, I think the one thing that is interesting is we're a husband and wife team. 
So it makes it really different. Most people think there's no way they could ever work with their husband and it just doesn't work like that. And what we found is we have two really different brains. He is the, okay, here's the direction, keep rowing in this direction. And I'm like, oh, here's all of the things we can do. And so he's able to put some direction into that without screwing up the creative process. So not only are we getting the best work for our clients, it stays on track, it's going in the right direction. And then we keep getting into the next project and the next project with that type of direction. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of focus, while at the same time, a lot of possibility and innovation. And I think, especially, I've spoken to a few different husband and wife businesses and teams. And I I think there's just a specific kind of love that is very, very forgiving and very supportive, like more than a lot of other like family type businesses. Because I mean, just thinking about if I went into business with my siblings, it'd be like, you're dumb. I, you know, we'd, we'd squabble like nothing else and like get on each other's nerves. But I think when you're so committed to a relationship, you can also be committed to the business and what you create together. And it didn't always start off this way. 11 years ago, I created Rockstar and Moon. I was working for a family business for a decade and helping them run the business. I helped my family put in processes and pieces and we kept growing and growing and growing. And then the recession hit. And when that recession hit, government contracts stopped. Some of our biggest clients, including Ritz Camera, realized that they needed to modernize and couldn't, and they declared bankruptcy. We had more clients who were basically paying to work at their companies than making money from it. Company after company after company was closing down, and it was inevitable that that's what was going to happen for us. We were literally paying to go to work every day. Mm. So we closed down. And I luckily had paid for a place at the beach for the entire summer. I can't tell you, I had seven roommates, six roommates. It was living in the real world. (laughs) And it was real world Dewey Beach. And at that time, most people weren't hiring either. So I was sending in my resume trying to get in. But because I was unemployed, I wasn't getting anywhere. It's just easier to get a job when you already have a job. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting on the back porch, looking out over the bottle and cork, which is the world's greatest rock and roll bar, and trying to come up with, well, what is it that I want to do? How am I going to make this work? And rather than kill myself to continue to apply to jobs, I started a side hustle that night. And I started helping small companies do social media and small marketing pieces. I had done that for my family's company for a decade. And being able to bring this in, develop Rockstar and Moon on looking out over the bottle and cork, it was really exciting. And the fact that I now had something to put on my resume helped me get the next job and the next job and the next job while continuing to expand my skill set. So none of the things companies would hire me for are on my resume, (laughs) but I can do this and that and the other, and I continue to expand and grow. And it was this way for a decade. And when John and I met, he thought the side hustle was great for me because it gave me a place to direct my creative energy. But 
we didn't think this was ever going to be a full-time gig. Hmm. And then the pandemic hit. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. This is the biggest opportunity that we've ever had. We have been working for the man night and day for years. We are literally proud Mary right here. It is insane, right? We, (laughs) We took all of our energy, all of our Oh my goodness, our angst, our everything that we hated about corporate America, where we were passed over for promotions, where we worked all night, all day, never got anywhere. We spent most of our lives really just to work versus Mm -hmm. having a work-life balance, which every company talks about, but doesn't actually give you. We're all answering our emails at night, our phones at night. When do we get time off to be able to breathe? And who are we doing it for? And the minute that the pandemic hit, I was working for Ticketmaster. And I was one of the first ones furloughed. Mm -hmm. And I realized I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to dedicate myself to someone who's not going to support me. So the next day, Rockstar and Moon became my full-time gig. And I scaled up with all my existing clients and we started adding in more. And about a month or two in, as John was laid off as well, this pandemic was crazy for all of us. And we sold the house and we moved to St. Augustine. (laughs) (laughs) It's everything all at once. It was the biggest whirlwind of things. And John is looking at what I'm doing and he says, you know, if we put this process in place and this process in place and these types of things and add in digital marketer as a certified partner, that's how we're going to grow our business. That's how we're both going to be able to be employed. That's how we're going to be recession proof and future proof. Wow. Yeah. Uh, John, what was that experience like for you? So it was pretty crazy. When I was laid off, that was the first time since I was 16 years old I didn't have a job. Wow. I had never been laid off before, never been fired, fortunately. Um, and uh, so it was, it was a very new experience for me. I didn't really know what to think. I was kind of shell-shocked, I think, for like a few weeks. Uh, I was enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I had to wake up, you know, and commute into Chicago or hop on early mornings, like Zoom calls or Teams calls or whatever it was. That was pretty nice, but I was at a point where I was like, okay, what do I do now? Right? Because there were not a lot of companies that were just hiring like crazy. There were a lot of jobs available, but it was, it was pretty difficult to get in. So when I, as I was, I was laid off before she was furloughed. Right. So Mm -hmm. there was about a two week gap there where I was kind of like, okay, what am I going to do? you know, work on my resume, all that kind of fun stuff. And when she was furloughed, that's when the the moment kind of hit us. Like, you know, that was, that was the hardest part because now all of a sudden we've gone from two, uh, you know, two good incomes to nothing. And, you know, it it was like, okay, now we've got to do something drastic. We've got to make a change. We had just signed a purchase agreement for the house to sell, to sell the condo that we were living in in Chicago. And we're like, this is the moment. Like this is the time when everything for us is going to change. Everything. Mm-hmm. And um, fortunately, Rachel had the psychic. She was able to start to scale it up almost immediately just by focusing on it. 
telling her clients, hey, I've got more bandwidth. I'm, I'm no longer fully employed. I can take on more work. They gave her more work. Several of them did right away. And she was able to get a couple of other clients pretty quickly just through her network. And it was very helpful. You know, she started bringing in income pretty much right away to the business. And then, and then I think a few weeks later, I got involved because I was a little bit hesitant at first. I was like, I'm not a marketing person. I don't really know what this is. I can't design a business card or a website in any kind of <laughs> creative fashion to save my life. You know, I don't know how to use Photoshop. So I, I was a little bit concerned about it. And then I took a few videos for, you know, I, I watched the Ryan Dice's, you know, digital marketer, his fractional CMO. Mm those types of things for the certified partner program. And I was like, I can do that. Like that makes sense to me. That is not marketing necessarily. I mean, it is marketing, but it's really about business growth. Yeah. And that I understand and that I can get behind. And it also gave us a way out. Right. Because yeah. Rachel was do a little bit of work and get paid for that time. She was trading time for money. I think they're trying to calculate, okay, how are we going to live off of an income like that? The number of hours she would have to work was pretty extreme, right? And so I would have had to find another job or, you know, or find a different way to contribute to the business in that model. So that model for us was not sustainable. We needed to get to a point where we could be a little bit more strategic with our clients, provide more value, and then get paid for that. And, and when we saw the digital partner opportunity it really gave us that right it gave us that strategic mechanism that we had to kind of go after more clients get a little bit higher level with them in terms of the value that we're offering and and provide strategy to them and provide you know a roadmap for them for their success and then we were able to take that and then add on all the stuff and all the knowledge and all the experience that we have to make it an even bigger program for them Right. And that's that's what's allowed us to really grow this into a business that we'll, we're going to be able to sustain as long as we want to. It's incredible. And what really like is highlighted for me is, you know, the, the fact that we're, we're talking about leaping into like having this like leap of faith into starting your own business and, and you know, really managing your own time, your own income. And I think what a lot of people fear is never getting out of that, that kind of initial stopgap of, like you were saying, trading time for money and finding the piece that allows you not just to scale and take on more, but to scale into a sustainable business model. That is huge. So what is, what is your structure like now? Like, how does it work? How are y'all making it work? Well, and don't get us wrong. We believe every single person listening to this and every person everywhere needs to have a side hustle. We don't care what it is. You need a business. <laughs> Do you have a side hustle for your side hustle, by the way? <laughs> we, for your current side hustle. <laughs> so between the two of us, we're involved, either own or are heavily involved in running five different organizations. So, oh my word. <laughs> many of them are a relatively small amount of time, but we are involved in running five different organizations. And, and so, and that's really just kind of came out of this last year. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, 
our mindset also changed, right? Because in the past, before all this happened, we have an idea and we would just go, you know, execute, go stand up a website, and execute the idea, start moving forward and not really create an organization behind it, not put systems behind it, mm. uh, not do, not put, not put all that effort into it, right? Because it was just an idea. Now we're looking at, okay, how do we take an idea like that and monetize it and build an organization for that idea? Wow. Right? So our, our entire mindset has shifted just because we live and breathe that every day because we have to. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a choice. If we want to eat, we have to build an organization to support us. Wow. I'm incredibly curious about each of your like businesses <laughs> and structures, but I do want to hear more about like Rockstar Moon and how you guys are currently at this level serving clients. You know, what has what has changed? What what did you used to do when you were first starting and what what is working now? I think in the beginning and even to this day we are mainly a referral business. Mm-hmm. We have worked with everyone everywhere. So whether it's someone at Ticketmaster or Live Nation, or it's someone who was at Verizon that I worked with before when I helped them rebuild a website, or with someone in any of the other companies that I've worked in, or John has worked in, and John's worked around the world, it's given us that ability because we value our network. Our network is where our friends are. It's where our family is. It is where our constant contact with people from all different industries has been able to lead to this and Mm. build that foundation for a business. It isn't that we go into a conversation with anybody. Sure, I can go talk to anybody at a restaurant or a bar or whatever and get going. But that isn't the network I'm talking about building. I'm talking about building one with your coworkers, not just your coworkers, but across teams. Who do you need to know? Who should you know? How do you bring them into your network and provide value to them? Because without that value and knowing that they can trust you and you're the person to go to for X, Y, and Z, it kind of ends there. Hmm. And we built a giving network where, yeah, we're going to help you. For example, when we were all furloughed at Ticketmaster, I started helping with resumes. We started doing cover letters with people. We are trying to help people not only start their own businesses, but we want to help them get the next job. We start there. And it's because of doing pieces like this that the next referrals come in. And it's the value in advance, but we don't expect anything for it. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. We just did that for free, right? We we mm-hmm. had people that we knew of that, you know, had been laid off or furloughed or whatever happened with them, their their situation and, and you know, they were struggling, right? Just like we were. And so we and since we had already started and already made the decision to build Rockstar Moon, we wanted to go ahead and, and give back. And this was an opportunity for us to do that, right? Help wow. them out. And we helped dozens of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many resumes I reviewed and provided guidance on. LinkedIn know. audits, artwork <laughs> for everything. Yeah, we, did, we did a ton. <laughs> and it, and it was, it's incredibly rewarding, you know, for us because people say, hey, I got a job. And it's like, you know, that's awesome. Or I got an interview, right? 
and that was that was all we were really aiming for. And um, you know, some of those people ended up being customers or sending other people to us as customers. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's such a great lesson just in general about like when you think of building your network, like creating your network, it's really not about like who's the the most like the highest, coolest person in the world that I can be connected to. It's like, how can I build and support the people that I know? And the term value in advance, I know that we use it to to really show like that you're you're giving value in advance of buying something, but I think it can be translated so well into just day-to-day life and interactions. Like in, in the same way that a neighbor, like, you know, offer them a cup of sugar before they even need to come to your door. <laughs> I yeah. don't go around just giving people sugar, but <laughs> yeah. but I think the next layer is also how do you behave in your professional network? So mm-hmm. when I was working at Ticketmaster, you would know me because if randomly you sent me something, I would write back, you're amazing. Thank you so much. And then I would add you on LinkedIn. And then I would randomly send you things here and there. Hey, just how's it going? Not needing anything, not wanting anything. Because so many times in that corporate world, you send an email because you're requiring something of somebody else and they have to take action. Not just mm-hmm. a, hey, how's your day going? And it's little thank you notes and those things that also reinforce that foundation because most people don't. Yeah. It makes you so memorable. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. Horrible. So it sounds like this is a philosophy that you bring into actual work with clients. So I'd love to know just like, what does it look like when you sit down with a client, when you're looking at their business and trying to create a structure for them that is more than money in, money out? What does that look like? Well, for me, it starts with radical honesty. And I need to be able to Say what I'm thinking and feeling as we're going through these marketing assets. So if we're doing a website review, it's not personal. Here's what, based on these methodologies that are coming up. And I'd rather just tell you like it is versus Mm -hmm. 
us come in because you want me to do social media and I'm doing social media, but that's not the problem. It's just not ever going to connect. So you need a messaging, you need an X, you need a Y, you need a Z, you need a plan. And I think that's where we start, right? We're done with the just come in for the tool because you don't need to diagnose that way. It's more of a conversation. And with those conversations, then that's where John gets involved. And we start talking, okay, what are your goals? How do you want to grow? What is your business plan? And how can we help you get there? Because I think that's really important. Most people say, oh, needed somebody for social media. Hey, can I hire you for 10 hours? And that's it. You never get around to goals. You never yeah. meet them. <laughs> they have, a client will have expectations. It may be going the way that the person thinks, but it, there's a disconnect. And that's where I think we start. Yeah, and I, to add to that, I think that every client that we talk to or potential client we talk to is on the phone with us or in a Zoom call with us because something's not right. Mm. So, and we know that we don't know what it is, but we know something's not right. They know something's not right. So our conversation immediately goes to, you know, what is that thing? Let's figure out what's not right. Do you need more sales? Does your website need to convert at a higher rate? Is your email marketing terrible? You know, what is the problem? And once we figure out that problem, then we can put in plans to address it. That makes sense. Is but, there anything in your experience that has has kind of seemed to be just a trend? Like it's kind of just what people continue to to miss. Well, I think it's different. And Here's what I've seen over the last 20 something years. God, I'm old. (laughs) So we have gone from where you only needed the most special tech guys to build your website. And they were all techie and all focused and big jargony words. Mm -hmm. To now we've democratized websites. So anybody can go and build a website. You can go build a website today on this, on that, on the other. And we get all the ads for it. Heck, even Dolly Parton is helping to advertise for this. But no one is teaching how do you connect to your audience. And sure, we can put together a website. Does it look great or not? It doesn't matter. It matters a little bit. It matters more for me, but it matters (laughs) a little. But if you don't have a fast, easy way to check out. If you don't have the right messaging on the product, good product shots or whatever it is that you're trying to sell and that cohesive message and an idea of where to go and how to go, you are going to be spinning your wheels. And because there's so many different things and that and the other, and then you have these other social media networks and I need to be on this and that, that shiny object syndrome is so rampant on top of being able to You can create your own website. You can create your own email marketing. You can create your own X, Y, and Z. You don't have to go to anybody who knows anything anymore. You can do it all yourself, which is amazing. And on the other hand, oh my God. (laughs) Overwhelming. (laughs) Yes. And how do you streamline it and think through that and actually get a plan where you know you're going to grow? We work with some small businesses who are amazing. These guys are incredible. There's one in particular I'm thinking about who's a hot sauce company. They are out of this world incredible. 
He had lost his job. He started this in the midst of COVID. He's doing hot sauce out of his kitchen and it's gourmet hot sauce. But how do you compete on that? Sure, he built his own website. Sure, he has great products. But now how do you get people interested? And he was spending more time here and here and here and here and here and not knowing what was working and then spending money on ads, but then it didn't measure. And what do you do? Yeah. And I think that's where we come in or an agency would come in or someone like us who's the anti-agency agency. And <laughs> we help you put in the plan and take a step back and really look at the numbers, the goals, how's the business set up? What should we do? And then through the methodologies that we use, how can we help give advice and get you going in the right direction? Whether it's you just want a consultation with us, you just want it done for you, or you want it done with us. Hmm. Anti-agency agency. Uh-huh. I freaking love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are rock star and moon. Why would we ever be establishment? <laughs> right. <laughs> and okay, I have to know this because there will be people wondering if you recall lovely listener at the beginning Rachel told us that she was listening to a concert from her balcony at the bottle and cork is that it bottle and cork what was that concert oh my goodness okay well so in Dewey Beach we have a thing at the bottle and cork for jam session and jam session starts about three o'clock and then they have cover bands that are going that's so fun. cover bands start from three and then they go basically constantly until the bars close at night. But this is where it's that moment where everybody shows up, you're having a blast. It's all live music. You're there. So I, that was when I had taken a break from jam session, went back. I watched the sun go down, heard the next cover band that was up and they're playing Tom Petty's American girl. Ugh. I'm pretty sure that it was lost in Paris, but it might have been Kristen in the noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's just an incredible song too. Like the kind of the perfect time we're like right around Independence Day. <laughs> and just to like an American girl starting an American business to help American small businesses. It's like, but in a really anti-establishment way. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. John and Rachel, I do have one more question for you. We're, we're kind of getting to the end of our time. Before I ask it, I'd love for you to tell everyone where they can find out more about you, where they can reach out to you, where they can buy something from you, whatever links you want to give out. Yeah. So obviously start with our main website, rockstarmoon.com. Two R's at the end of Rockstar. You know, that's where you can find information about us, who we are. You can meet our office manager, Biggie, who's just, you know, currently laying on the floor next to us snoring. <laughs> it's an adorable giant dog, by the way, <laughs> for those of you. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like a big teddy bear. Oh, um, we but, have business builder on there. So if you want to start a business, yeah. we have a course to help you do that. We have books, large and small. We have engaging social media posts, all of those things you can find on our website. You can also find information about the nonprofit that we've started. And if there's any other things that you're looking for, contact us through that form. We are 
always answering it. We're always responding and we're really happy to help. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. My final question is John, Rachel, if you could go back in time to, let's say, let's say the start when you were furloughed and laid off the start before this all began. Well, kind of, it already, you know, before, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing great. Jenna, you're doing great, sweetie. If you could go back in time and tell past you anything at all, knowing what you know now, what would you tell them and why? I think for me, it would be what I would, the advice I would give myself at the beginning of this is I know what I'm doing. Imposter syndrome doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. Get up, take action, and friggin' do it. Because at this point in your life, why sit there whining and moaning and complaining like so many of our former coworkers did? Sure, they were laid off, but they sat there and they didn't take action. And one of the things that I've learned in this time is that movement is life. And if we stay stuck in the same job, if we stay stuck in the terrible place where we're miserable and we hate our job and we're complaining about it all day, we start dying. Mm. And rather than sit there in a job that you hate or a role that you're never going to get promoted in or any of these things that we have complained about for years, watching people who don't deserve it get promoted above us or people, you know, having to leave so they can make more money or X, Y, and Z and whatever their goals are. But it's movement is life. And you're either going to grow your skill set, you're going to grow your business, you're going to do something for you because you're the only one that can. That spoke to my heart. Yeah. John, what about you? (laughs) I don't know if I can say it any better than that. I mean, I, I totally agree with that. And you know, the other thing is, is just have the confidence to do it. Jump in with both feet. Don't look back. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. Failure's not an option. Failure happens every day. Learn from it. Grow. Get up. Keep moving. Movement is mm-hmm. life. Movement is life. Y'all, this was such an awesome, awesome conversation. Thanks so much for being here thank you so much for having us we're so grateful yeah this was a blast let's do it again yeah we should and to you listening it means so much to have a little bit of your day each week we'll see you same time same place next week goodbye Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. 
The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.